It's time for Around the Gridiron with your co-hosts, Marissa Voss and Brock Aker. Welcome to another edition of Around the Gridiron. I'm Brock Aker. We have Marissa Voss here as well, co-hosting here today on our show. If you lost in your fantasy league this past week, we'll have a, a certain segment here for you to get back on the track and possibly win your money back with the week 15 parlay. I got three uh, teams that I feel good against picking against the spread where uh, you can win some great money there. And if you're still in the fantasy race, I'll have my week 15 streamers and then also players that you cannot trust week 15 because of their matchup or because of their a poor play lately. But there is some good this past week in our, our league, me and Marissa is in. I had a bye, but Marissa played Houston. And what happened, Marissa? How did this past week 14, your first ever playoff game in fantasy since this first year, what happened? Yeah, um, I was like, like Brooks, like, Brooks fantasy, fantasy, like, like, he always has he always to tell has me, to tell okay, me, okay, this is so, so XYZ. I'm like, I'm like busy with work and I'm just so forgetful. So he's like, you're playing Houston this week, like, like, first playoff. I was like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. And he's like, he's, I think, I think. He was nine and four at the time, and I'm like six and seven. Like I'm, he's so much better right now than I am. So I was like, I was like, oh, this isn't gonna go well. This isn't gonna go well. But like every other fantasy, it came down to the last game, Brown versus Ray, right? And I beat him 103.44 to 103.32. And when I tell you, I was like, like in shock. I was kept checking, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, this is gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So my starting starting QB is Brunson, and we know these past, past two weeks past Russell hasn't even really been even begun to be good, good and good because I was forced to on my bench. bench. So I was so like, I was oh, like, oh, oh he was but, but he proved for me as well as Taylor Taylor and J.K. Dobbins for 13 points, and kind of got that kind of got that and I feel great. I look at I know it's how to do. You know the draw and the luck. I'm like, how did I do this? I do this? Well, you scored more and more. It's like, well, like obviously, obviously rock, you win fantasy, but um, it's all up to kind of the draw. It's like a big betting thing. So honestly, I'm very excited about this win. I hopefully I saw on a lot of other people. I don't know if it was just because of that Browns game, but there was a lot of people that had the same experiences with me as it was came down to like point oh two oh two or point two oh or something like that which is absolutely amazing. And hopefully now I'm going against Brock this week, so maybe we can pull out another one, maybe another underdog. Yeah, you're definitely uh, the underdog, according to the NFL, and projected one by 13 points. But Houston was projected to beat you by, like, 14 points last week. Anything can happen on a fantasy. But I had a, I had a, the opposite spectrum in my, one of my other leagues where I lost by one and a half points because I was against Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. I would have won if he didn't come back from taking his shit or his cramps or whatever it was. And just one and a half points. The big thing was I sat Allen Robinson, who had over 100 yards and a touchdown uh, for Josh Jacobs. I, I just didn't know how to, you can sit Josh Jacobs. Allen Robinson struggled most of the year if you take away his garbage time against the Packers and Colts, but that really killed me. And I'm sure a lot of a lot of fantasy teams, playoffs, it's 
when you get there, it doesn't matter what you've done beforehand. Like you said, Marissa, you, you said that Houston's team so much better. Well, it's just one game, just like in the real NFL. When you get to the, the NFL is so different than the NBA, hockey, baseball, because it's just one game and you're done. It's not a series. And that's where it can make make or make it fun if you're a team that shouldn't really deserve to be there, but you have a chance. And it can, but it's exciting for them. And also it's heartbreaking but all the way around. But we'll see this week. There's a way for you to possibly get your money. I'm going to try this Friday parlay thing, okay? I just turned 21, so I actually can bet on this stuff now. So I got three teams that I'm looking for that you can possibly get your money back. I'm confident in two out of the three, but this is the one that it's, eh, it's going to be tough, but I think I'm trusting Gardner Minshew this week. So for week 15 parlay, this is where we can get your. Get your money back here this week. All right. My three-team parlay. You put $12 down on these three teams, and they win the point spread, you can win $75. My first game is I'm picking the Jacksonville Jaguars plus 13, going against the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, we talked about Monday night. One of the greatest games on Monday night football. But there's going to be a big letdown. A short week, remember, they played on six days rest. Uh, against the Browns after playing on Tuesday night. Now it's another six days. So it's kind of a short weeks back-to-back. I think the Ravens are still going to win this game, but Gardner Minshew came in last week. He played very well. I think the Jaguars can get it within 13. The Ravens' defense is not the same as it was at the beginning of the year. Giving up 42 points to Baker Mayfield, that is nothing that it's going to sit well. Chubb ran all over the Ravens. James Robinson, who I'm against, with Marissa having him. He could keep these uh, Jaguars in the game. Hollywood Brown, Miles Boykin, the receiver room for Baltimore, they're all getting COVID. Makes me think this is going to be a running game. It's going to be maybe more low scoring because it's going to be a lot of chew clock. But Gardner Minshew keeps it close. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars to get within the 13. And then the two games I'm most confident in is the Philadelphia Eagles, plus six. When you look at the Cardinals, they play the Cardinals in Arizona. The Cardinals are only three and three at home. And their two of their three wins were crazy wins against the Seahawks on that Sunday night football game that they went back and forth in overtime. And then the Hale Murray against the Buffalo Bills. You take away those two crazy games, they'd be one and five at home. I just don't trust the, the Cardinals to at least – win by six points against the Eagles. Jalen Hurts looks very good. The Eagles, I'm confident, will be within six points, and I think they have a great chance to win in this game. My last pick is the Seattle Seahawks versus the Washington Redskins. The Seahawks are definitely going to cover their five points. Alex Smith banged up. You don't know if he's going to play. If he does, it's going to be not so good for the Redskins. Their offense has not played They've been pretty good offensively, but they haven't played an offense like the Seahawks. Their defense hasn't. Russell Wilson and the games the Seahawks has won, they've only won by uh, less than five points once, and that was against your Vikings, Marissa, 
Otherwise, they've always won by at least five or more points. I love the Seahawks uh, covering five points against the Washington Redskins. Have you ever gambled before, Marissa? I haven't gambled uh, for football betting at all. I've just used regularly, but I'm not a huge gambler because I see I'm really unlucky. Like if it was for my dad, you can do that and have best luck walk into a casino and make $1,000 on that. I lose 40, 50 bucks every time. So I'm not a huge better um, per se. I know there's a lot of big people that are big into sports betting though and like football and everything else in advance, like all of that. But for me, it's just not my thing. Is sports gambling legal in Minnesota? It, no, yes. It, it, it's kind of it, technically no, but there's ways that you can like work around it, right? So like in other states, it is legal, but I think in Minnesota, it's like not. There's certain ways that you can like uh, work around it, I think, on like apps or certain those kinds of things where you can still sports bet, but it's not like it's kind of like frowned upon, but you still do it, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure because like my ex-boyfriend, Jake would do it like all the time. So we would, we went to um, a game up in the cities, the Vikings game, went to uh, the twins game. And then the next day we're going to the Vikings home opener. And we had to stop at one of the bars after the twins game to watch him, the Longhorns play because he had money on it. So I don't know if like how that works out, but he definitely had money on the line with doing some kind of betting um through like an app or something so i don't know if that's maybe how you can um, work around it yeah south dakota just legalized it i don't think it comes in effect till uh, next month but hmm. i was has it legal and i'm actually like 10 minutes away from their border and their grand falls casino is in larchwood so i and also it's online so i could literally just put in money right now on the computer and I won't have to go anywhere. It's getting pretty easy, but I feel like that's going to be easy to get hooked on. Uh, people in England, did you know people in England, they have uh, counselors to help with betting because you can be 10 years old and younger and you can play slots because on your phone. Yeah, it's it's like kind of crazy how much betting has become, especially sports betting has come like a, like even like, you know, the podcast, pardon my take, if a lot of you guys know it, if you don't, another great one you should listen to for sports. They're huge into the, like the can't lose parlay and like all of these different things. And they're big into that. Um, and it's really a big gateway for it. It's a huge industry, but it just depends on how lucky you are, how much you know. And there is a science behind it and figuring that out um, to try to make it work. I'm like I said, I don't I don't like to do that just because, yeah. I feel like it would be cool. Like, oh my, I just won $330. But like, I remember the amount of times my ex would bet on games like every single week and he wouldn't win anything, right? He wouldn't win. He's like, oh, I was so close this week. I was so close this week. Oh my, I was so close. And, but it was like, you know, this team has to win. Did this team has to win too? They have to be under, they have to be over. Like it was a precise knowledge. He's like, they have to win all of these games, but you have to be in between five points, 10 points, 11 points, exactly. And that's so hard to do because how can you have the Vikings Vikings play the Bears, you know, that you want them to win, but they only have to win by seven, right? Or, you know, you have, you know, X, Y, and Z team winning, but you have to have the Z team, like, playing the upset, but only winning by three. It's so random and weird. I just couldn't put my money on that, but. Well, but the, the parlay is difficult. Like, you need to be confident in your teams because it's really a 50-50 chance because Vegas is so good. Uh, when you pick against a spread and if you do math what that's like a 
12% chance you're going to, if you do a three team parlay, because if you flip a coin three times and you need to hit it heads all three times, that's like a, I don't know. I haven't been in math for a while, but I think it's like a 12% chance that happens. Um, so that's why, that's why I'm not going to get too much into it. I, I think it looks fun. I think I might put $12 on it this week though, because this week, if you're, especially if you're out with fantasy football, if you're don't bet, like if you lose it, you're not going to be able to pay rent this, this month. But if you just have something you want to make the games fun, I think those three teams have a good chance of maybe making you some money here. All right. We're going to get to our week 15 streamers. And I have someone that is owned in only 39% of the league. And I think he could be quarterback number one this week. Let's get to our week five streamers. All right, at quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, the week 15 quarterback stream of the week is Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, last week, he got 20 points against the number one defense against the New Orleans Saints. He's seen, to me, as a player that's going to get at least 20 points. That's your floor. He's going to get you 80 yards rushing and 150 yards passing and a touchdown. Guaranteed, that's about 20 points right there. Then if you add in the possibility of a shootout in Glendale where they play in Arizona, he could be the number one overall QB. Just look at the last five games the Cardinals have played at home. It was against the Lions. They gave up 26 points. Against the Seahawks and Dolphins, they gave up 34 points apiece. The Bills, they gave up 30, and the Rams, 38. So the last five home games the Cardinals have played, They've given up an average of 32.4 points. That is tremendous upside for Jalen Hurts. And you might be singing this song at the end of this week. You big John, John Millicamp fan, Marissa? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, I'm getting these sounds in. It's kind of, uh, it's it's not organic here. I got to get it more organic, but the sounds are coming, man. I'm going to make it big here. It's a lot of natural, natural editing, knowing the time, time figuring it out. I never did that with my podcast. I was always so scared if I had live guests. So I, I tried it a couple of times. I messed up. And I remember, like, like placing it. was just like, I messed up. And I was like, it's like the guy. So I was like, okay, we're going to see this segment. Very awkward. <laughs> well, it also when it's on a computer, I wish that it was like radio stations. They have just these buttons. Even in the podcast studio, you could sync it. But computer, you have to like go to tab to tab. But here, we still got you covered here and around the grid out. Going into the running back. So Jalen Hurts, he could win you a league. I, I honestly believe that. Running back, it's kind of hard uh, to look at because, again, you have to be available in over 50% of leagues to make the week 15 streamer list. But how about Gus Edwards? Gus Edwards for the Ravens, he's had three touchdowns in each of the last two games. Three touchdowns total the last two games. And he gets to play the fifth worst run defense against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, I got the Jaguars getting within 13 points, but I still think the Ravens win, and they should have a positive game script for Gus Edwards to run the football at this week. If you need someone to stream, he's available in 59% or more leagues, according to Yahoo. My next player at receiver is Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole goes up against the Ravens defense, which once was kind of scary. But these last couple of weeks, 
the Ravens defense is just not the same, giving up 42 points against the Cleveland Browns last week. Keelan Cole has caught four of his five touchdowns with Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew is back. Keelan Cole's available more than 50% of leagues. He's a possible stream this week if you need a receiver or a flex. Tight end, Cole Komet, the rookie tight end out of Notre Dame for the Chicago Bears. He's had seven targets and back-to-back games. He's owned in about every or he's available in about every league. He's going against the Minnesota Vikings, who've been uh, right in the middle of the pack against the tight ends. I think this week could be a high-scoring game between the Bears and Vikings. Monday Night Football is a real low-scoring game. Nick Foles is awful unless he's in the playoffs. And now you got Mitchell Trubisky, three touchdowns in two of the last three games. Kirk Cousins is playing while well. you got great receivers. Delvin Cook, what do you think that that game's going to look like, Marissa? Do you think it's going to be a high-scoring game, or do you think it's going to be low-scoring like it was Monday night? Well, the thing is, we already we beat, beat the Bears. 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 I can't remember if we beat the Bears previously. Yeah, this you year. beat the Bears on Monday night by, like, three so, points. Yeah, like that's 10. what I thought. We, um, historically speaking, have never beaten the Bears twice in one season, ever. We have never gotten two wins and beaten them both um, – for some odd reason, the Bears always stick with us or stick us with one loss. So for me, I'm very worried about this game because, you know, what? yes, Kirk won on Monday night and he kind of surprised everyone prime time. And that was his first time. And that, that's awesome. But at the same time, you have the history that doesn't lie. So that is a little scaresome that maybe that's in the back of their minds. And, this, and we have to look at everyone, you know, being played out. Um, is Kendrick still out? You know, is Rudolph still out? Um, you know, are these, are these key players getting in? Is Delvin, you know, hundred percent. Those are the things. Yes. You still have Nick Foles and Trubisky, but at the same time, like I said, these, they find ways and, you know, is Dan Bailey like, Oh my God, Dan Bailey is so bad. And they, they said, they're like, they haven't talked about trading him at all. And they think they're going to still start him on Sunday. And I just literally don't understand because for me, it's like, we keep going with what we know. But even though they betrayed us and they do so bad, we keep going with what we know. Like the last two or three games he's had have been god awful. But yeah, we're still going to stick with our guns with him. And maybe it's too late in the season and maybe we're just not good and maybe we don't have a play. You know, it's all of these components where I'm just like, oh, what the heck? Like he, we could have won that game. Arguably, he was the spark that, you know, he put out the flame for us. He did because we could have won that game. We could have taken the, taken the momentum if we would have had that and we, could have scored up to 10 points so for me I'm a little skeptic if Dan Bailey doesn't have a good game if we have those players out and it's at Soldier Field isn't it it's in it's in Minnesota Minnesota. that's a good point too though then that makes it um, a little more in our favor since we have home field advantage so it's just all of those components that play into it but I mean I hopefully Kirk has a good game and everyone's on and they don't shut just Justin Jefferson down like they kind of did last game uh, against the Bucks, but at the same time, you know, if you shut Justin down, you still got Irv Smith. Irv, Irv Smith had a great game. Conklin had a great game out of nowhere. You know, all of these components kind of added up to, and you know, you Boone got some reception, and Madison is still out, and I don't know. It takes it's, it's. I'm I'm not saying I have full faith. I love them, but after what I saw at the Bucks, and statistically speaking, I'm a little worried, and I don't know if. You know, that's like just for me being a Minnesota Vikings fan, but it's just, yeah, yeah. Ugh, it's too much. I don't know. I'm scared. 
Because I think the Eagles are going to win this week against the Cardinals. The winner of the Bears and Vikings could get back into that seventh spot. Since it's indoors, like you mentioned, I think Cole Komet, it could be a shootout. I would pick up Cole Komet if you need a tight end this week. Finally, we're going to do a defense. I don't usually do a defense for streamers. But since I lost this past week in fantasy, I lost by one and a half points. Part of that was due to the Los Angeles Rams defense. Defenses can actually win you games. I'm going to say pick up the New England Patriots if they're available. They're owned in about 49% of leagues. So they're, they may or may not be available. If they're available, they're going against the Miami Dolphins. And Tua Tagalova is starting a rookie quarterback. And Bill Belichick devours rookie quarterbacks. You know all that. For them passing them this year, they beat the Chargers 48 45 to nothing, two defensive touchdowns and a shutout. The Patriots should be started in about every league this week. If they're available, definitely pick them up. Now, going to week 15 players that you can't trust. We're going to switch gears a little bit here. If you have Deshaun Watson, I would be very leery as he's going against the Indianapolis Colts, sixth against the quarterback in fantasy this year. Last week, Deshaun Watson got killed by the Bears, seven sacks. He's going against DeForest Buckner, Justin Houston. I don't like the matchup for the Texans and Deshaun Watson. I would I would sit Deshaun Watson for Jalen Hurts. That's how far I would go because of the matchup. And Jalen Hurts, you know you're going to get rushing yards, even more rushing yards than Deshaun Watson. Uh, that's why I would actually play Jalen Hurts over Watson. I would start a lot of people over Watson because I just don't trust the offensive line of the Texans. At running back, I would be very leery. Also, starting Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He's going against the number one ranked rush defense, the New Orleans Saints. Patrick Mahomes It's going to be throwing the ball a lot, I feel like, against the Saints like he always does. I would be very leery about starting Clyde Edwards-Alaire, depending on your other app option. Because I going against rushing running backs, I trust the matchup more than I do receivers. And it's it can't get any worse for Clyde this week. I would definitely try to look to bench him. Receiver, this one's an interesting one. Because Amari Cooper, that's who's my player. I wouldn't trust that receiver this week. He scored three straight games. However, he's going against the San Francisco 49ers. Their D-line is still very good. Robert Sala, their D coordinator, loves to blitz and hit the quarterback. And Andy Dalton doesn't have his offensive line. Remember, Zach Martin's out. Tyron Smith is out. It's one of the worst O-lines all of a sudden. In Dallas, I feel like the Seahawks or the San Francisco 49ers are going to feast off that O-line. And I wouldn't trust Amari Cooper this week. At tight end, I wouldn't trust Janu Smith. Janu Smith Barely plays 50% of the snaps. He's had only more than two receptions once since week six. And they play the Detroit Lions, who are seventh against tight ends in fantasy this year. Janu Smith definitely don't play him this week. And finally, the number one defense in, in the NFL is the New Orleans Saints. But since they're going against Patrick Mahomes in a dome, sit the New Orleans Saints and try to pick up the Patriots, see if they're available, or find another option as you don't want to ever pick a defense going against Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes threw three interceptions last week after throwing two interceptions only in the first 12 games. You know he's not going to throw a pick this week after a tough showing last last week. Marissa, 
do you have any of these players against me? Or am I giving you insight? I hope I'm not helping you out this No, way. no, I don't have any of these players. You're good. I have been um, looking at my fantasy hardcore since we've been talking. Um, but I would say, you know, some players to look out for um, besides, you know, what I think is New England is good. I think maybe the Tennessee Titans, especially since they're going into Detroit, I think maybe their defense is going to be a lot better than anyone else thinks. So I would potentially pick them up. Um, and if you have J.K. Dobbins, I know he's 28 right now ranked, but he has been having good games in the last couple of weeks. I have him. So, I mean, I think that one is also a good one to do. I'm still so weary, Brock, on Ebron, just because I just am so weary on him. And there's a couple other people I have on my roster. Like, you know, I had Adrian Peterson, who had like two back-to-back games of like 17 points. And then I started him last week and I got like three out of him. So that's just like the luck of the draw. So I don't know if I don't know if AP's back, especially going against Tennessee Titans and you know their defense. So maybe watch out for him if you have him as well. That's my two cents. I'm not I'm, I'm learning more about fantasy, but I'm nowhere near like Brock. So yeah, now you're gonna beat me. You just jinxing me right now. I see what <laughs> you do. You're trying to butter me up so you can destroy me this week. No. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like that snake you don't see crawling through the grass. I'm like coming up and I'm just like snatching everyone's feet in fantasy. Like no one sees me coming. That's how it was last year with brackets. I entered in um, one of my, like a guy's, my ex's, um, they're all on the baseball team. And I entered in the draft party and like for brackets and whatever else for NCAA um, basketball. And I'm like, they're like, oh, uh, whatever. You've never done this. I'm like, oh, I've done a lot of brackets. Like I'm kind of good at it. And I like basically won the first how many weeks and they were all so pissed <laughs> they were all so upset at me because they're like how can this how can a girl how can a girl beat us at brackets it's like I'm good at this no one sees me coming say brackets again brackets oh okay i didn't know if there's a different thing i know people say what? tournaments up east brackets. i thought you were saying brackets brackets no, I had, okay, so fun fact, I had a speech impediment when I was a kid, so I couldn't say my R's, and to this day, like, it's fine, but I really do still struggle with saying, like, R's, so if you hear, like, tournament, bracket, girl, like, if I sound like I have, like, some sort of thing going on, it's because <laughs> I still have something from that speech impediment, which is really weird, but. Yeah, I had to go to, uh, what, uh speech or I pulled out in elementary school to focus on my s's I couldn't yeah, say s's that well it's it's kind of funny how like actually a lot of kids have speech impediments just because of the fact of that you're young and you don't you know know and this it's just kind of how it is and then you learn but you learn incorrectly right like I it literally sounded like I was saying girl 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 I can't even say it now but it was literally like go up go up go up I couldn't say my R's. I don't know. It's, it's, it is, it's interesting to hear people. And then you kind of just like go to a, you know, a therapist and like a speech pathologist or speech therapist. And then you learn and you're like, oh, okay. So I'm not illiterate anymore. Well, I don't know if it's they're illiterate, but they, I, I like, I like back in elementary school. Cause I got out of like math class and stuff to go play games to work on my S's. Like we'd play a game where you'd have like something on your head that you had to guess. And since it was like S's for me, I knew it was going to be like an S on my head. 
and like it'd be like sausage or sandwich and i'd have to say well, it was pretty fun to get out of class so if you have speech impediment good for you it's, get out of I, I came out of it and now i'm in a reporter and i talk for a living so it's kind of um ironic i'm gonna say funny hilarious god's up there like we gave you a speech impediment but you worked out of it now you're talking like imagine if i would have that same impediment i'd still be a reporter that would be so tragic <laughs> i think there's a lot of people that have uh, done that like they've had trouble i know one person in my high school she had something and now she's like one of the biggest lawyers on biggest cases and she's going in front of people like empowerment <laughs> definitely right on Our sisters <laughs> So yeah, the worst thing you can ever do in fantasy is play the wrong person like I did with Allen Robinson. That's why you have to go with your gut, right? So if you have Deshaun Watson or someone, like I said, to put in Jalen Hurts, don't be afraid to make a move as you don't want Sunday night to go Right? Very organic. Awesome. Just came up perfectly, right? But, <laughs> no, you don't want to do that, right? If you lose, you want to lose because your gut told you something instead of listening to someone else or listening to projections. Don't be afraid to be bold. Go out and hopefully win your week 15 game unless you're Marissa. Let's go on. Marissa's on her lunch break here, so we better get going to the last segment, lock and upset of the week. Or we should have, we forgot to go into detail about our matchup here real quick. Yeah, we got to we gotta do, do that. that. On, on. I, I, I literally... I I'm trying to find Texas. Okay, Russell Wilson versus Patrick Mahomes. We got to tweet tweet us who you think is going to win. All right, right now, it's, I have Patrick Mahomes. Marissa has Russell Wilson. We'll go line by line. I have Alvin Kamara. She has J.K. Dobbins. Then a second RB is I got Jonathan Taylor. She has James Robinson. And then Mike Evans. I have Mike Evans. She has Tyree Kill. I have DK Metcalf. She has Tim Patrick. I have Mark Andrews. She has Eric Ebron. I have DeAndre Swift at flex because Keenan Allen's not going to play, which is going to hurt me a lot. I feel like Keenan Allen, I've been counting all year. She has DeAndre Washington and then Lutz versus Crosby. And then she has the Titans defense. See, I knew I helped you. I shouldn't have said anything about the Saints defense. That You're going to just screw me with that. But she has the uh -huh. Titans who picked up the Titans against the, the Lions, and I have the Rams going against the Jets. So, are you going to win, Marissa? Are you confident? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, like, I'm like, because because my number, number one, one running back, back on the bench is David Johnson. Johnson. He just got um, cleared from questionable COVID, and then got cleared to play. So I've been trying to figure out how hopefully to put him in the lineup, but it's either Tim or jk dobbins and i just haven't worked with jk dobbins you know because david johnson is going up against indianapolis and the colts and i don't trust him that well you know because we talked about obviously um their o-line and everything else and not protecting them and then you know how you're having watson too as well so i don't this is going to be tough because you have some components where you're looking at like where i have you maybe potentially be you know i have T, uh, i have hill and you have mike evans those things but then at the same time you know i have patrick and you have dk metcalf so there's there's a lot of places where you trump and there's some places where i trump so we'll just have to see i think it'll be really close i think this it, is i think it's gonna fun. be hard 
it could come down to Monday night football. Looks like I don't have anyone. You have Eric Ebron. Mm-hmm. We might be on our seat, edge of the seat on a Monday night like we were this past week. And that's probably a good thing as the Steelers and Bengals, you're probably not going to watch that game unless you have fantasy implications on the line. Exactly. That's going to blow up. But let's go to the lock and upset. My lock, I can't. I was 2-0 last week. I beat, I picked the Seahawks and Redskins. I got the upset and the lock. Was I 0-2? I think you you got one you you were one and one you got your lock with the Titans but the Giants lost that was your uh, upset yeah that's right so one and one I, I will try to go perfect again this week my lock is the Steelers on Monday Night Football against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and then my upset like I've taught, been telling you it's Jalen Hurts week he's gonna be the QB one this week the Eagles are gonna upset the Cardinals Vikings fans Bears fans are gonna be happy because they'll still have a chance that's why that game's huge too. Because I think the winner of that's going to get back to the seventh seed because I have the Eagles beating the Cardinals. Do you have a lock and upset this week, Marissa? Well, my lock um, is going to be the LA Rams over the New York Jets. And then my upset, ooh, baby. That one's, I think, this is so hard. I really want to go with, it's just like a left fielder, like out of the blue. Um, and so I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars over the Baltimore Ravens. So you like my, my parlay. That was the one I was unconfident. <laughs> yeah, I did. I like was thinking and listening to it. And I was like, I kind of like it. I don't, I know I should, cause I, it sucks for fantasy because when you have these kind of matchups, you know, you have Jacksonville versus Baltimore well, I have JK Dobbins and I have Jane Robinson. So at the same time, it's like, I'm cheering for both teams to score high but it's just like, essentially, I'm just cheering for, you know, J.K. Dobbins to do good and like their run games to do good potentially. But that's like the hard thing about fantasy is like, I'm like, I want those two teams to do good, but they're playing against each other. So it's kind of like anticlimactic. I don't know, but I'm going with Jacksonville. I don't know. Gardner Minshew is back. He's back, baby. Stash for life. Got to ride that thing. So I think, I'm, I don't know. I have a good feeling. They probably, you know, will not win, but it's besides the point. We're going with a gut feeling. All right, well, that's it for Around the Gridiron here. I'm Brock Aker. That was Marissa Voss. Good luck in your semifinal matchup this week. Next week, we'll see if that parlay hits. And we might try another parlay next week, maybe if we helped you guys out with that. Then we'll see who won between me and Marissa. That's Thanks for joining us again this week. Good luck, everyone. Peace.